0: Welcome to The Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by Ben Fowler. Ben is one of the coaches at Derby City MMA in Louisville, Kentucky. Of course, he is also a professional MMA fighter. Had a big... uh, pro MMA fight a couple weeks ago, and his record is now 1-1 one and one in his professional career. Really appreciate Ben joining me today. If you're a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. Life insurance and long term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502 386 0978. I am joined in studio by,
1: what is it, Southside Jesus? Oh my God, South End
0: Jesus. South End Jesus. We have Ben Fowler. How are you, Ben? Uh, doing pretty good. Appreciate oh. you joining me. Congratulations on the, the big win. Thank you very much. It's got to feel good to be, uh, you started out your professional career. Just like any gangster would, you accepted a fight against uh, Brian Battle, who's now, you know, of course, in the UFC, uh, won the Ultimate Fighter. So, I mean, about as credible of a loss to start out 0 and 1. But then you you got around to your second fight and and you won. Tell us about your fight. Uh, it was kind of unexpected. I was planning on fighting in either Lexington or Louisville coming up, but uh,
1: yeah, Eric got a, Eric Sanchez at the gym, got a short notice fight. Chance got a short notice fight, and then uh. I was like, fuck it. Give me a 185er. And they were like, well, none of the 185ers that we could find, they like, you know, it just didn't make sense. So they found this heavyweight. And I was like, well, that's fine. Let's do that. So, yeah, went and fought the heavyweight on two days' notice. And I don't know. It was a squirrely fight. It worked out, though. (laughs) He was, uh, I didn't think he would be
0: as fast as he was. He cracked me a little bit there at the beginning, one punch, but. So a heavyweight? Had you was that in the back of your mind at all times? You know, fuck it, I could always fight heavyweight if I had to. Because
1: yeah, you're that's six foot nine, three, I'll fight heavyweight. But like, I need to be—I need to have a heavyweight body. I was walking around like right now. I've been eating ice cream and shit for the past few weeks, and I'm
0: two hundred pounds. So like, you look lean, yeah, yeah. Are you in as good a shape as you've ever been?
1: No, back when I was fighting welterweight, I was—I was just an insane cardio freak. I've got more muscle. Remind me. When was that? 2012. Okay. It's like when you fought
0: Damon Bell. Yes. That was a one-set. Okay. Okay. So you were in better shape then?
1: I think, like, cardio-wise,
0: yeah. Cardio is pretty fucking important. That's important. But
1: I didn't have any muscle. I'd kick the shit out of myself from back then, so... That's what I mean. Your
0: striking <laughs> is probably much more advanced now,
1: and everything grappling. Everything. I was a blue belt. Just got my blue belt, I guess, somewhere around. But that. you
0: were like tearing up the blue belt scene, jujitsu com- competition yeah. wise. You were doing pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. So, but you are in real good shape right now. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I gotta say for myself. So, you, what is your title at Derby City right now?
1: Um, I guess full time. Striking or the head striking coach. I kind I'm in charge of the the striking programs. Like Eric Sanchez and Matt Harrison are two of the head strike uh, kids coaches. So like any problems with that, they come to me. And then two of the, they're two the two kids striking coaches. Well, Matt, sorry, kids coaches. Matt is the kids grappling coach for Jiu Jitsu. Okay. Eric does the striking. Gotcha. And
0: uh is there a pretty good kids striking program there?
1: Yeah, he's got it going pretty well they uh finally are like sparring with each other now the kids
0: are yeah
1: so it's fun to see all this grow because like it's new like the owners of our gym Joe he does all like the lifting stuff and Chewy does all the jujitsu stuff but we didn't really have anybody to take control of the striking programs and really like push them through and sit down and actually organize it because I mean it's a Joe and Chewy Chewy could probably done it but it just takes a lot of Time and energy. And sure. There's only so much time and energy you can expend in during a day. Yeah. I think but, you guys
0: at Derby City have the jujitsu thing covered pretty well. Yeah. And, and so it's a matter but now of. Now
1: we're plugging in, trying to plug in everything else. That and makes it's sense. about the people you have. You have to have people that are dedicated to the program. So Eric comes in. He's got these kids striking. I've got morning striking going on. Josh has the boxing program. I've got the kickboxing program and the MMA program. So things are all on the up and up, uh,
0: and I should clarify not just the jiu-jitsu program. <laughs> I think Derby City has the grappling covered.
1: Yeah, Brandon Reed teaching wrestling classes there. He's now. not very
0: qualified, is he? <laughs> yeah,
1: he's he's the man. He's a uh, super. He did nice. really well in his uh his tournament the other day. He got five finishes, five matches. Did I
0: see he got a heel hook?
1: Yeah, and he pulled guard. Okay, yeah, three time national uh, heavyweight, fucking yeah.
0: heavyweight national champion. Yeah,
1: I've been trying to convince him to do. MMA finally eventually. I think
0: I saw he commented on something <laughs> some post like see Ben this is why I don't fight or something. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like a couple ghetto girls fighting each yeah. other. He commented this is why I don't fight. Does he do any striking? Not yet. How much striking would someone like that have to uh, honestly even without any striking start an amateur. You could probably go out there and get, you know, depending he, on who you I match think up he could against. i
1: probably get to 3 and 0. Okay. Before they... Because, because the thing is,
0: is with that caliber of wrestling, it, then they start throwing real difficult yeah. people at you.
1: Well, the thing the thing with a lot of these guys, or uh, I say everybody gets one free fight, because who's an O and O amateur? Like, there's no video. There's no film on you. Who is this guy? And well, every, Brandon Reed. Well, I mean, sure, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but even some people don't even look at fights. They just yeah. get a name, and they're like, sure, whatever. But then once you're on YouTube and you see it's an actual may fight, you're like, oh. Yeah, the B2, that's almost a
0: fuckers. blessing and a curse. <laughs> yeah. If you fought for B two, there's very easy YouTube access. Yeah,
1: that's something I was kind of telling. I don't. I'm. I'm it's kind of something interesting I've been running into is like, when do you start? When should you start MMA? I had an interesting little road where I took a lot of time off, but
0: after your MMA debut,
1: should you get super good and good. train for like eight years and then jump into the scene when you're ready? Like. I can beat the champion today, give Mm -hmm. me my debut fight. Mm -hmm. Win five fights, win a belt, go pro. Or should you fight like a year and a half into your career or into training? Good question. Fight another – because, like, it takes, like – I mean, there's no rushing it. It takes, like, six or seven, eight years to get, like, pretty fucking good at grappling and striking and shit, you know, I think to be at a pro level. Sure. But, God, that's a ton of fights if you're active.
0: So, at one end of the extreme, we'd have Jesse Romans, who literally just kind of got in there drunk the night before, got in there, and then he's handled it well. So, he lost a little bit at the beginning, but he's really developed into a pretty good fighter. It takes time. Okay, but then on the other end of the spectrum, we'd have like Nathan. Like Nathan H- Haddad. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. in Na- my mind. Nathan Haddad. I'd
1: put him, I'm not, who's, who's the, what is that, 170?
0: You, you put them, I mean,
1: I'm not going to put words in anybody's, you know, <laughs> but I would probably, I don't even know who you're going to look up, but I mean, if you put whoever the 170 champion is, I'd probably bet my money on Nathan, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was before I even saw him have a debut fight.
0: Well, this is pro. I'm sorry. Let me look at amateur. Um, give me just a moment. So the welterweight champion <laughs> for amateur is, for the north, is Brogan Andres. You familiar?
1: Uh, if no. You saw a picture. I'm I not. Really
0: would. Uh And then so Quadarius McGinnis. Big, big okay, is the the champ for the South? Oh, I'm sorry, I, I was wrong. The North is Hunter Watt, a wrestler. He's okay, the guy who yeah. beat uh, uh James Martin. I commentated Hunter Watt's fight. I think at least one, maybe two. And then the champ of the South is C.J. Brandt So Hunter Watt is a real calculated wrestler, mm-hmm. but but he's probably trained specifically MMA for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um. But you don't know, because I think Nathan's actually boxed for a while, too. We don't, yeah. you know, we people don't really talk about that too much. But um, that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, let's say you're a white belt. You've wrestled for a year. You boxed for a year, whatever. You're okay. You go in there. You win a fight. You do really well. And then they give you, you, give you another fight. You do good. Mm-hmm. Now you're 2-0, and oh and they're wanting to fight some, they're wanting you to fight these brown belts and, like, knockout artists. And you're like, uh.
0: Took a quick break there, but we're back. But what we were saying, or what you were saying, Ben, was talking about the different approaches to starting MMA. You know, if you're, you've you trained boxing or kickboxing and, and grappling for one whole year, and then you're like, I'm ready to make an amateur debut, you can do that, and it can turn out well. But I think you were telling a story maybe about talking to some people or...
1: Oh, about, like, the... Uh,
0: the differences between starting, oh, yeah. taking your time. I mean, we could think of examples. Let's let's see here. Um, Nathan Haddad would be on one extreme end of the spectrum. Even Thor. Yeah. He was very accomplished. With boxing, I think he had 10 to 15 amateur... Bo- Eric Hastings, 10 to 15 amateur boxing matches. Um, and I think he was, like, a blue or purple belt. I forget. But some mm-hmm. serious credentials in the world of jiu-jitsu. Uh, then you do your MMA debut
1: yeah i mean i don't know what i've realized it's just hard to train i mean training's hard you get hurt a lot and it's awful and there's really nothing in return unless you're winning fights but it's hard for guys to just sit around for five years six years not fighting and then finally get that payoff and just start whooping everybody's asses
0: Mm. but what's the payoff (laughs) is it really much of a payoff even how long you gotta you know what i mean you gotta it's got to work to to really make it a payoff, like make it worth your time. Like realistically, what type of for it to be like a career type shit? What level do you have to get to? Like you know what I mean, a career where you quit your job. I don't know. I guess
1: it just depends on how good of a businessman you are. Get getting uh sponsors, sponsors and stuff. Okay. There's a lot of people that have quit their jobs and just run off sponsors, and it's, but I will say they're not running. The, they're not living the most. Uh, you know lavish lives fighter life's kind of the fighter life you're not working another job. Mm-hmm. but shit do so to do anything else <laughs>
0: yeah obviously you've you don't no regrets right
1: yeah, no no, no, it's all you
0: you're thirty one years old yep um you're a full time martial artist mm
1: mm-hmm. a little beat up, but it's okay
0: <laughs> full time martial artist what do you think of that description? yeah, pretty cool,
1: I don't know if i was a, if
0: is that sound kind of douchey or something full time mm-hmm. you're a fighter. <clears throat> I'm a coach. Do you I think guess. the term martial artist being associated with the MMA fighting is sounds silly or what'd you say? Do you think the term martial artist? If I say this is Ben Fowler, he's a martial artist. No. Okay.
1: I mean, it just depends on like if you are or not. Though some people fight and they're not martial artists; they're mm. just out there swinging. Okay. If you actually have like a, you study it and you enhance it and you make changes when they're
0: you're proven incorrect. Jeremy Pender type shit.
1: Yes, exactly. You take notes. You ever you learn from your mistakes, your losses. You learn from your students' losses. But also as a coach, you learn from your mistakes of this, you know. not I don't think I've caused anyone to lose a fight, but there's certain things. Like like my first time cornering, I didn't know, like, oh, shit, like I need to have, have a timer.
0: Uh, I had
1: no idea in the first round. I like, always oh, remember no Josh Johnson when I was doing commentary
0: <laughs> starting in 2000. I forget, 16 or something. Um, Josh Johnson would always have a timer. Like he is on that shit. Yeah. So, so who who was your first fight you cornered? You want to mention? I want to
1: say Brent Harrison.
0: Oh, okay. I want to say
1: maybe first Justice Bumpus. Maybe. Oh, okay. Election. He won
0: with a submission, didn't he?
1: I think make a choke. Yeah.
0: Yep. Okay. I want to okay. say it was that one. Okay.
1: Not positive, but I think that was it. Yeah.
0: But yeah. You, you. Hmm. Those so, so the the the, the timer Ooh. thing. Yeah. You've cornered multiple fights now. I think probably like fifteen or so. Okay. Yeah. Is that something you take pride in? Yeah, for the mo yeah.
1: It's hard it's hard watching somebody lose. It's uh I don't know, like your like your buddies. But man, when they win, you win like it's just Because uh, it's like I don't know, like when you win a fight it's like the be- it's like one of those moments you'll never forget in your life and like giving one of your guys that experience and knowing you like helped them it's like fuck yeah like this is awesome.
0: That's what I've heard. I believe yeah. it. You just
1: feel so bad whenever they lose. You're just like, God, I wish I could have been like lost. <laughs> I wish I could take the pain away. I don't know, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, uh, highs, high, high really high highs and really low lows. You know? So yeah, what have you been doing? You've been boxing.
0: I've been going to boxing classes at House of Warrior two times a week. Uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, and then I go to a B.J. Ferguson kickboxing class every Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then, like, maybe every other Sunday, I go when I have, because I only have Johnny every other Sunday, mm-hmm. and so I go to uh, Louisville Combat Academy for some sparring. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. So I'm doing a little bit, definitely doing more striking right now than I am jujitsu. But, you know, in a hobby-type way, it's fun. I really fucking like it. You know what I mean? How long have you been a purple belt? Um, I've been a purple belt since October of 2020. Okay. You got a stripe? I got one stripe. One
1: stripe. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Man. I did get a purple belt, then kind of slowed down with the training, because at yeah. one time I was training jujitsu. Oh, you were on it. Yeah, I went through a divorce, and then I kind of got into jujitsu, and I was in there like six or seven days a week. Not saying that I was ever that, you know, never really got You're that star. good or anything, but like I was fucking living in the gym for a while. And then I got slowly, I went to a, a rock cruise I was talking to Lance one day, and I was like, you know, if I'm doing this, for some reason, I don't know. I was like, I should probably at least learn how to throw a punch. And at the beginning, I didn't know shit about throwing a punch. Probably 2017, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then so just kind of one day a week for a couple of years, and slowly I've gotten a little bit more into it. Still not that, you know, obviously, like, advanced or anything. But it's fucking fun, man. Yeah, Shit's really fun, and I like that all my kids do it. Tonight... Carla, Johnny, and Caitlin all did the boxing class, the mm-hmm. Abdullah boxing class, which makes me so fucking happy. Good. So happy. Yeah. Even my daughter Caitlin, who's like real passive, and I kind of had to convince her to get into the boxing. Mm-hmm. She, You know, she's learning at least a little fucking something. What, what, What is more empowering or fucking cool than that? Mm-hmm. What? Tell me. Yeah, I know. What's a better gift than that? Right? Just, ben, seriously, know, it's like Ben, what it
1: is? Like, nobody's going to be, if any, I don't know. It's just, I couldn't imagine going back to knowing nothing. Mm. Just walking in the streets and just being like, damn, like, these people could just beat me up. Yeah,
0: but you don't know that, did you?
1: No, I mean, like, if you've never trained anything at all. Yeah, you, you don't have. And then, like, some other person has never trained anything at all. It's just literally, you're just going to swing and hope. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a and sloppy. And it's just going back to this, like, ugh, that would be crazy. Because I remember that. It makes you feel insecure. When you'd be like being like high school or something, I'd be like, "Fuck!" Like I've just got to like, should I swing first? Like, <laughs> yeah, <really>? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Did you get into many fights prior to training?
1: Mm, probably like three or so, three or four, maybe. I don't know.
0: You've got how long's your reach?
1: <sighs> Shit, like seventy nine inches, I think.
0: Okay, that's pretty fucking long. Yeah. So I'm six. I'm sixty nine inches tall. I have a sixty nine inch reach. Mm-hmm. So you got a ten inch. Um, you got fucking long arms. Have you ever fought anyone who had the same reach as you? I mean, I'm sure I've, I've sparred with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what Brown Battle's reach was, but yeah, it could be there. big. I don't know. Yeah. But okay, know. so you you fought a few times prior to training. I don't
1: know what Derek Overstreet says either.
0: They could they could be long. Or Peyton Hughes. Fuck Peyton is bigger than remember yeah. that that's kind of the
1: damn yeah bunch of big boys shit and
0: but you've got the size you got the height you got the reach. For able being able to move down to 185, Oh yeah, you at least have that that um, that reach and shit. So, that, like Brian Battle was giving you some nice. Did you hear that he gave you some nice compliments on yeah. your striking? We,
1: yeah, we talked we me and his coach had a good little talk in Georgia a couple weeks or a couple months ago when we were down there with Dylan Mays. That was pretty cool. He was very complimentary of me.
0: So Brian Battle's cool as shit. Yeah,
1: it was. I don't know. Like in this little this fight thing, you just I don't know. Like it hurts your head sometimes after fights. Like. You just have some. You just wonder, like, should you keep doing this shit?
0: You, what do you mean? It literally, physically hurts your head. Yeah,
1: and just like <laughs> that's you know, what you mean, memory is that- issues and stuff. I mean, you're getting fucking blasted in the face, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, you're like, damn, is this worth this? Mm. And then you just have little like positive affirmations where you're like, all right, like I'm not just like this. All isn't for nothing. What or is it for?
0: If it's not mm-hmm. for nothing, what is it all for? The they the, the, Main character in your movie, make okay. it interesting and good. The reward of cornering one of your buddies and him winning. That yeah, also obviously y- just a
1: body y- of work to be proud of. Because I always wanted to be a fighter, but it was like this will never happen. But now it's like oh, now you're a a one. Of, even if you on. retired
0: today, four in one amateur career, I think right. Mm-hmm. One in one pro career. Your only loss. Yeah, uh, is to Brian. I mean, you lost to Peyton Hughes. Uh, you know, Doctor Stoppage. Mm-hmm. But I mean. To Brian Battle, I mean, if you were to retire today, that would be a, you know, somewhat. Yeah, I mean, it's not the greatest record ever, resume yeah. ever, but I mean, it's a solid little well, yeah, resume. I yeah, I did it. I didn't just train
1: because I know some people, they're like, yeah, do MMA," and It's like, oh, fuck, yeah. Who'd you fight for? And they're like, oh, I just trained for like six months. At yeah. This okay. Place, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh, duh, duh. It's like, how oh.
0: you actually fucking did it. Yeah. And beyond that, you've decided to make it into your lifestyle. Yeah. How, I mean, how old do you think you'll be able to be a coach? How long?
1: Oh, I'll probably coach forever. That doesn't really beat your body up too much. Holding pads does, but working on getting some, you know, underlings to take over that. Okay. So, all
0: right. This is interesting. Podcasts are cool as fuck because they can go in so many different directions. All right. Someone walks in. Imagine I walk in. I'm uh, 18 years old. I'm real athletic. Um whatever size, and I'm like, I want to fight MMA. You're like, great, what have you done? I played soccer in high school, that's it. I was pretty good at soccer, but no combat sports experience at all. What do you do with them, with that 18-year-old?
1: I'd say, all right, I would have you come to boxing class and then go to jiu-jitsu class and then come to kickboxing class and pretty much do that. Whatever the classes are every day, do those for probably at least three, four, five months, whatever. On Wednesdays in MMA class, that's when I see the newer people, and I will assess what's going on. And then, obviously, over time, when I finally feel that you're good enough, we'll put you in there.
0: Could be but a year. Could
1: Is yeah. there a minimum amount of time? No, it's just whenever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, whenever I feel... That you're ready. Some people will surprise me. And, it, like, there's this 18-year-old. There's a 17-year-old we have. And he came up to me the other day he, last year. And he said, hey, I want to fight. And I was like, all right. Like, let's get out of high school first. You're on the wrestling team. Focus on wrestling. Get as good as wrestling as you possibly can. When you're done with wrestling, we'll get you striking. And then we'll get you as good as that as we can. So, he, he got done wrestling. We started him in a training camp for a kickboxing he went and won his kickboxing match. Okay. Now he's doing the jujitsu portion. Where did he
0: have to go for the kickboxing match? Indianapolis. Okay. Yep. So he had one
1: kickboxing match. Yep. He beat like a thirty-year-old man. Cool. And then uh, still, I mean, really, oh, yeah, that's fucking awesome. A pretty le- legit gym. And then uh, now he's doing his jujitsu. And so
0: all the while he's kind of not even wor- fucking with the wrestling. He's already got the wrestling. He's already sw- got it. Yeah. Okay. But so he you, gets you
1: reviews on it constantly and MMA class and whatnot.
0: Because you do you do want to see if you are going to dive into a guillotine or some shit.
1: Yeah. So just, like, brick by brick, he built himself in that's such cool a as fuck, fast, yeah, a fast pace that now I've got this 18-year-old that I'm comfortable putting against, shit, half the 125ers in the... 125? Oh, shit. So, yeah. It's, that's the ideal perspective. There's... It, it, There's it, a method to the madness. You just gotta kind of dive in, but also you have to either make it your whole. If you, he made that that progress because it's his whole life, it's what he does.
0: If he would have some kids or some shit, yeah,
1: but if you're training twice a week for an hour, hour and a half, you're not gonna make pra- progress very fast quickly. Or you're, you know, you're gonna get your ass whooped when you get in there if you try that. Just like, well, I've been training
0: for a long time, but not <laughs>
1: very much, you know.
0: And there's still something to to be said for you know. I mean, losing's not the end of the world. What yeah, one but of it's the things not I as fucking fun as winning, man. It's oh, I like, believe that. I'm <laughs> just saying. I mean,
1: I, you find you, out who you are when you lose. You find out who your friends are too. Interesting. Mm-hmm. People change up on you. People change up when you win too. That's oh, weird. I can imagine. People come out the woodwork. People you haven't talked to since grade school. Like, oh my god, they text you. You're like, well, for
0: you, the now? way that you won that Derek Overstreet fight. Yeah. You probably experienced that. Mm-hmm. Was that That's your crazy. most most clearly, your most sensational win. Yeah. I mean, obviously, more people came out of the woodworks to hit you up for no reason, right? Coincidentally, right after that. Yeah. Okay. Um, you care to mention what the 125ers' name is? Jose Nieto. He's,
1: he's very good. He's going to be very, very, very good. I've got a slew of 125ers. I don't know what that's all about. I don't have any heavyweights or light heavyweights, but that's cool. Yeah. Bunch of smaller guys are real, really good. Excited for, uh,
0: where you is care to say where game Jose game. wrestled? Doss. Cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah.
1: He's pretty good. Eric is on Eric Sanchez. He's a uh, another one twenty five. He works his butt off. He came in as a karate guy and he's morphing that into his boxing.
0: Eric's one and zero. Two and zero. I'm sorry, two and zero. Yes.
1: That's the one where the guy flipped me off in the corner. Oh, Okay. Missouri. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> Man. Yeah. He's got the wild. He's got the long hair. Everybody loves it. Yeah. He's a real good kids coach too.
0: So is yeah. he he kind of making it his life too.
1: Yeah, he just lives at the gym pretty much and fuck yeah all day. He's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I got too many guys to even talk about. There's like there's a bunch of them. Yeah, I know you're probably got some leaving. Louisville guys to... that are ready to uh got on that Louisville card. We got a whole slew of people about T- to jump on.
0: Tell me about the Louisville card. Um I mean, can you tell us about anyone who's on?
1: Nobody has opponents yet, but I know uh Mike Roberts is looking at getting. Oh, back I in heard there. Mike
0: Roberts is getting back in there. Fuck I think yeah! Mike
1: throw Randy back in there. Uh, I'm trying to get a 185er. Um, I think Jackson Bynum might be making his return. Oh, fuck yeah! Um, I don't know. I got too many of these guys. I've got them all written down. But yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully, they come back to Shepherdsville in August because I've got. That's when I want to put two or three debut guys on there.
0: Jose, yeah. Okay, so we'll see. My story with Mike Roberts is, and there's this happens all the time. But I went into Derby City with you one day, and you know you do, cannot tell by looking at someone at all if it's nogi at all how good they are. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like I could go with a big, strong <laughs> guy, like a six foot eight, really jacked guy, and he could be like a Sucks, beginner, yeah. and then I could somehow submit him. Yeah. Um, so, but anyways, I didn't know Mike Roberts, and I was with you been mm-hmm. and i we were just kind of rolling and everybody's real friendly and everything and I, I we were starting standing i think and i um went with mike roberts did not know who you know had no idea that he I, he could have been day one di- guy for all i knew yeah and i was like oh we fuck that guy's not a day one guy yeah no he's awesome super nice guy He can't of course came on the podcast once um i'd like to get him back on he was super nice
1: we got a bunch of the older MMA guys coming out the woodwork. You know a uh, Louisville MMA guy. Was, uh Emilio.
0: Okay, yeah. You know him? Yep. He's a uh, heavyweight.
1: Yeah, he's he's a bad boys I think in he may right have now. hot fought Harry. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes, yes, yep.
1: yes. Yeah, he's coming back out the woodwork. I'm like, come on, man. He's been, been training at Derby English? City? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, got man, oof. Have some rough, rough practices in there. It's a good time.
0: That's important, right? Yeah. To have a nice chances
1: fight coming up this weekend, a banger. Tell us about that. What is it at 145-55? Okay, 55. Yeah. Wasn't he going to move to 145? We're in the process. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh this uh kept on getting fight offers for these 170s that we could, you know, kind of
0: beat, so I don't know, kept on taking them. But what's Chance's record now?
1: I f- believe 8 and 3.
0: Okay. Man, that's a good spot to be. Might be 7-3. And plus eight he's eight got that cool story. Yeah. And I know that no one's really tapped into that. So we're fighting the uh, fighting the hometown hero here. It says seven and three seven on and three. topology, okay. yeah. Yeah, Juan Roman. He's fighting Juan Roman, May 14th, 2022. Cedar Rapids. Iowa. Cedar Rapids. Have you been? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Um, that's the main event. Let's see if I recognize any other uh, fighters on the card. Shelby Cannon. Born Blake boy. Rooster. Don't get me Beating. started on that. Blake Rooster versus Let's Cameron Ka- Callball. Let's I, I, go. I interviewed Callball. Very nice guy.
1: Does he come does Rooster come out to that uh
0: the Rooster song? Uh Allison Chains. Yeah. Or wait, is that Allison Chains? Uh but I know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna
1: meet him this week and I'm getting a picture. I'm gonna uh hopefully
0: he. Tell him that I would like no, to interview him and I apologize for what happened. Did, okay. you, did you hear what happened between him and I? No. All right, what happened was I hit him up. He's a character. I see him on there. He's entertaining. Everybody loves the rooster. So I hit him up. Hey, man, I'd love to interview you. He writes back, okay, 3 p.m. tomorrow or something. At 3 p.m., I message him and he's like, you know, he said, like, okay, give me a minute or something like that, which is not a big deal. But then he's like, Do we do are we doing video? And I was like, Audio only. He's like, Oh, that's goofy. <laughs> so he said that it was goofy that we're just doing audio only. You know, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But I kept trying to get him on. Kind of insulted me. You know, it's all good. He and then he ended up like just ghosting me that day. And I I spent like an hour and a half waiting for this guy to join me on Zoom. No episode. Then I had a couple people message me that he was that the rooster was going to fight Daryl Ray.
1: Oh wow! And I oh, saw I a that.
0: poster which would be a great matchup. Um, obvious height difference, <laughs> but and so I shared this poster, you know, just trying to promote yeah. some hype for the fight. And then the rooster sent me a message, and he's like, "Hey, take that fucking shit down, man. I've got a management team. Oh, my. Take it down." And uh, B two said they're going to sue you. He said. So B two said they're going to sue me. So I took it down, but then I talked to my attorney and I put it back up. So I he he probably doesn't like me, but tell him I'd still like to interview him if you do talk to him. He's probably taller than you. He's like six no, he five. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: So that'll be an interesting fight. What's the rec- what's the combined records on that?
0: Um call ball is 0 and one. Blake Kellogg is three and three. Three and three,
1: not bad. There you
0: go. Quentin Campbell is getting back in there against Cody Baker. Seven five. Damn.
1: That's a bit of a tall order for the Taco Bell guy.
0: That is the co- yeah yeah that is uh, uh, Cameron callball is listed at five seven. I asked him on air. He said that's accurate. So five seven versus he can't punch
1: him in the face. Have you ever watched this fight?
0: Uh, I have not found pick Cobol's. up Cameron
1: Cobal's B two fight from Springfield, Missouri.
0: Okay. Um, have you seen it? Yes. Okay. This
1: is one of my favorite MMA nights.
0: Is that right? You were there?
1: There was probably, I don't know, not very many people in the crowd, but we went up in there. Eric won his fight. Dylan Mays rode up with us. He won his fight. Uh, during the fight, Eric's guy told me to go fuck myself. Why? Because <laughs> uh, I was yelling, like, he's got nothing but kicks. He doesn't even know how to box. You he, he were, just kept throwing kicks Because he did. Yeah. You were just trying to and help him. he looks over and flips me off and says, fuck you. And then Eric kicked him right in the face. And then after, like, the bell goes off, and he actually like he's going to hit Eric again. His corner man was this UFC fighter. And I'm like, fuck, like, there's about to, everybody's about to get into it, and this UFC fighter's about to, like, get into it. This is going to be crazy. But luckily, the kid just, like, he listened to the ref and got away.
0: MMA's funny, man. Yeah, How someone can be real good at something, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And And you, 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 um... And on a smaller level, when I've done just a little bit of MMA sparring, you know, I've trained jiu I'm not that good at Jiu-Jitsu, but I've trained it, Mm -hmm. you know, for like six years, good amount of hours. Yeah. And so I'll do some MMA sparring sometimes with people who are newer. Yeah. But I know it's just cool to try to implement a strategy. If I get them to the ground, I'll have a chance. Yeah. Does that make sense? They're younger, more athletic and shit. And I'm like, oh, try I'll have I...
1: the boxers that don't do any grappling. And some of the jujitsu guys will stay after jujitsu and do MMA class. And I'll okay. like fight each other.
0: Yeah. yeah okay. With happens. no, the, the jiu-jitsu guy has yeah. no boxing. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Cameron, you
1: know how that goes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially in the gym. Cause yeah. there's probably not often to get a knockout. Yeah. Right. Because that's pretty much the only
1: go to jiu jitsu. go to, yeah, go to class, folks.
0: That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Because absence of a knockout, yeah. you're gonna the jiu jitsu guy's gonna win. Yeah. Would you agree? That's pretty much yeah. what it is. Most of the time. Yeah. I guess you could get pieced up and like um, hit a bunch and then kind of grounded and pounded or something with even though uh, jiu jitsu advantage. It happens, but I don't know. With no jiu jitsu experience. Have you seen that much? Where where a boxer will come in with no jujitsu experience?
1: I mean, some freak athletes every now and then. Where okay. it's just like, they just refuse to get taken down. Okay, okay. <laughs> and they're just wiry and wild.
0: Some people do. Not all humans are created equal. Okay, this is Cameron Callball versus uh, Joe Lewis. Of course, not the greatest heavyweight ever, but Joe Lewis still. Okay, so Callball is shorter. Um and he's just, you know, he's not really getting a chance to shoot his his wrestling. Oh, he did shoot for a single. And it looks like he's getting pieced up. Uh the guy's got a front headlock on callball. And call ball did get to his feet. Okay. The rooster's gonna be too big for
1: all this. Yeah.
0: Rooster has such an unconventional, mm-hmm. uh unorthodox striking style, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So you think he'll utilize his reach advantage? Probably not. (laughs) You don't think so? (laughs) (laughs) Look, Call Ball at least has some fight to him. Yeah. Right? Right, Man. I didn't know how long this was going to go. He's not high,
1: though. 6'5 is up there.
0: But if he's that, you know, if he he, he wrestled in high school, Call Ball did wrestle in high school. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, honestly, who do you think should be the favorite in this fight? Call Ball or Rooster? Rooster. Three and three. That's a lot of fights. What what type of a, a favorite? Like a substantial favorite. Minus
1: 450.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> That's the real main reason you came on is for us Crazier to, preview, speci- pre- uh, to you know, preview this specific fight. Honestly, though, sometimes someone with a wrestling advantage can, if they actually have a good like single or something, and they can take the people down.
1: Roosters are too wily. You ever watch him? He's oh, just, yeah, I've he's watched scrambles. him. scrambles. He's just a constant scramble.
0: I like how Hacker emphasized that when he had his back taken, Rooster was throwing punches while the guy had his back. Mm-hmm. He was throwing behind-the-head punches. Yep. Very unconventional.
1: The hidden techniques.
0: Any other fighters for the B2 <laughs> Fighting Series outside of Derby City or anywhere that, that have caught your eye recently that are entertaining? Too bad to see Did Cameron, see Cameron Van Camp. That sucked. Oh, yeah,
1: but it's UFC. He got a couple more fights still. True. it's cool. Agreed. Did you see that knockout from the Lexton card? Sergio, Sergio Martinez, I think is his name. Oh, yeah, oh, I did. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, that knockout. Fuck. It was funny. He was in the stall next to us backstage, and he's like, yeah, it's my first fight, kind of nervous, and Chance was kind of talking to him about some bullshit. And he just went out there and did that. And it's like, man, that changes your life right
0: there. Despite no pay.
1: Yeah, because I'm saying if he went in there and got knocked the fuck out, he'd be like, "Oh, like this maybe hobby this isn't for me." But he went in there and did that, and he's like, "Oh, maybe I can go to the UFC now." Like, how, <laughs> like, how do I, I mean, find you know, this eventually.
0: this knockout B two? But they have so much shit. How long? Just type was... in
1: B two Sergio.
0: Okay. Yeah. Or yeah.
1: Jared J a r e J a r e d.
0: Sergio Martinez. I Think so. He's pretty dark, isn't he? Doesn't yeah. look Hispanic. Looks more black. Is that right? Yeah. Sergio Martinez, MMA. I think that's his name, right? Yeah, No, I think I do remember. There it is. Jared Corman versus Sergio Martinez. You do your analysis, your commentary. Tell us if you could. How ben. far in is this? Is in what? Is the knockout. Uh, well, the video. Let's get playing one of these commercials. Look, there's Trump. <laughs> um, all right, so six only a six-minute video. Should I go right to the knockout? Yeah, yeah let's, let's go to the knockout. Is it right toward the.?
1: I guess he already knocked him out. Yeah, go back. Oh, it's quick. Quicker than I thought. He oh, big up fucking uppercut. Right just middle. like what Tyson
0: Fury did. Yeah. Kind of, right? Do you see Canelo lost?
1: Canelo lost the fucking vegan diet.
0: That's what Dalton was posting about. You think that's what it is? No. He keeps moving up in weight.
1: Who the fuck am I to tell Canelo what to do? Yeah. <laughs> God, that's awesome! Fucking knockouts, man! Oof.
0: <laughs> are knockouts the best thing? What's more satisfying for you when it's you submitted I mean, Jacob Worf with a triangle, or when you knocked out Derek <laughs> Overstreet?
1: The knockouts—it's just so different. It's just. So but different. in a weird
0: way, are you a little bit at the time? Are you a little bit more proud of the craftiness of the jujitsu? In a, a little, way,
1: a little bit. It's like it's like representing the crew. <laughs>
0: In a way, right? Yeah.
1: But, uh, not the exact same. uh, They both have their
0: place. Both would kill someone. If you're in a fight on the street, actually, arguably, well, if you knock someone out with your fists, you jump on them. You jump on them. them. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. they're dead because they're unconscious. But, so both of them would kill someone if if you're in a life or death situation. So both just as valuable.
1: The ref steps in when you're about to die.
0: Mm -hmm. So, Sergio Martinez, any other fighters recently that you've enjoyed? What, uh, what about on the UFC card?
1: Fuck, man. That lightweight division's on fire. Shit.
0: How good what is o- Olivier?
1: Oof.
0: I've always loved that guy. Wait, he, wasn't it wild how he was kind of boxing with Geishi and then he was just like pulling guard? I didn't even see it. You didn't? No. I just so he was, it's like if you and I were boxing and you barely touched me with a little shot maybe on my shoulder, and then I just like, oh, I'll go down, and like, then I'm just on my back. Like, like
1: Fedor versus Verdum.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah yep, yep. Um, that type of shit. City. Yep. So is uh, Oliviera that good at jujitsu?
1: I just don't think he's very good at
0: jujitsu. Okay, obviously. What yeah. did what? what <laughs> That's what Khabib said. <laughs> what did Khabib do to him? Some real, yeah, he was real like, elementary looking armbar. Yeah. I I don't mean to knock. Do you agree that that armbar Khabib did <laughs> look pretty simple? Yeah,
1: and he was you know he had complete control of him. <laughs>
0: So Gaethje just has neglected his jujitsu jitsu entirely. I think
1: Islam Makachev, is, him and Oliveira need to go ahead and fight each other probably like three times.
0: <laughs> just who cares what the result is? Just keep running them back? Yeah.
1: I mean, Connor doesn't want to fight in what? <laughs>
0: they're talking about him getting a, Eight years. What, what's the deal with the belt right now? Who's There's nobody. is going to fight somebody for it. Okay. Well, who a cares? That was half a shot. pound. What do you think of that half a pound?
1: I don't, I, didn't, I didn't see or anything about it. Somebody said that that guy like, jumped on the scale and fucked it up or something. Did that yeah. happen? I don't because know. I, I didn't weight. see
0: that. I don't know. I Supposedly don't know. the scale was a little heavy is what I heard. Yeah. But who knows how. So, But it's only half a pound. Yeah. Right? No. It's still half a That's pound. That's still a though. big deal.
1: You miss weight. Okay. You had an hour to cut it. True. I mean, obviously...
0: You tried, I'm sure. I'm
1: not going to sit here and fucking say anything negative whatsoever about Charles Oliveira because weight cutting is, like, the hardest fucking thing in the world. But, like, if they couldn't get a half a pound off him in an hour, then he just – there was nothing left to get off of him. Mm. I mean, that is the pinnacle of martial arts. That is, like, the UFC
0: fucking championship, and you couldn't make weight. Isn't it wild, though? From my perspective, I've never cut weight, okay? Isn't it wild, though, how often – there's a title fight, and they come in at like what's the the limit? 155. Uh, they come in right at 155.
1: Yeah. What do you mean?
0: Okay. Isn't it fucking wild that they're that good at weight cutting? Not all of them are. Okay. So I mean, some of them my, will come my in my at Chita like 150. Used to
1: come in at like 202.
0: Okay. I'd For be like, 205. What are you doing? Okay. 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 Machida did. Yeah. Okay. It seems like a lot. I see it though, and I'm like, man, that's an. They have it down to a fucking science. Well, I mean, you're constantly weighing. Okay. Yeah. I think they do it,
1: like, I always do mine morning of, or, like, night of, the morning. So, like, it. I'm 100%, like, I'm going to sit at this weight for, like, a couple hours. But they're like, I'm 155 for an hour. It's like, damn, like, you're cutting weight as you're weighing in. I go to the sauna, get all my shit done at, like, noon. Like, I'm
0: on weight at noon, and I'll weigh in at, like, 3. Mm. But
1: Because, I don't the, know, sometimes but, it just doesn't come off. But then you're you like, weigh Look. in at, what
0: did you weigh in at for this last fight? One ninety five. Okay. What did he weigh in at? Two twenty. Man, that's kinda old school type he shit. cut
1: weight two two twenty. So he was actually Why'd like two thirty did he cut weight? Because he we were feel better. We had a catch weight at two fifteen.
0: Oh, I didn't know
1: that. He missed weight by five pounds. Wow. He cut his hair. He had dreads. He cut his dreads off. He had like a he had like a sauna suit. He's on this treadmill.
0: So you he get some of his purse for his, him missing weight? Like twenty percent. Okay.
1: Oh, that was kind of cool, I guess. Your what fight was, against
0: battle, would you weigh in at
1: 185 or yeah, 180, yeah, like right at 185 85,
0: 84, somewhere in there, yeah. Peyton Hughes has 83.5. Oh, okay, okay,
1: yeah, but I don't, I'd like to be under then, you know, show sure. up at 4th Street Live and then they're like, cut weight, and you're like, I'm at 4th Street Live, how the fuck am I gonna cut weight? Like... <laughs> There's no sauna in there. Like, I'm not about to be running up and down the fucking street. So, yeah, I'll just be way under and make sure. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, hey, Eric's opponent, he showed up in, like, Springfield, Missouri. The guy, the kid misses weight, and I'm like, yeah, cut weight. And we're in, like, a convention center. And I'm like, where's he going to cut weight at? He's going to have to start doing sprints or something. And that just wears him out. So, yeah, I don't know. Weigh-ins are, a bit, weigh-ins are the first fight. There's always two fights fight week and you gotta you gotta win that first one
0: interesting yeah. um so Mike Roberts is gonna get back in there
1: I think so they can get us some opponents
0: he hasn't he hasn't fought in a while, no, not but not. I don't think he's really taken a bunch of time off training
1: you know he's always in there training. <laughs> I'll say a lot of people don't compete, but they're always training.
0: not everyone does that though yeah.
1: what train?
0: Yeah, some fighters take actual oh, yeah. time off, mm-hmm. but you guys at Derby City, you're saying you've got a lot of guys who haven't fought in a while, but they're still in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have people that get take time off, too, but a lot of there's a lot of them that just train every day, but they never even fight, and it's like, man, just get in there. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, we got a couple people doing some kickboxing matches coming up. Of course, everybody always does jiu-jitsu matches, but got our first slew of. Uh, boxers about to do some boxing here in the next couple months. Finally, where? At? Um, I'm not sure. Josh, the other box, the boxing coach, he gets all that. Yeah, set up. I do the MMA and kickboxing shows, so I can't do boxing too. That's it's cool. You too, guys got a team doing blade. it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. What do you enjoy teaching more, jujitsu or striking? Kickboxing. Kickboxing. So
1: interesting. I don't know. I love jiu jitsu. Right. I could teach jiu jitsu all day. But uh, kickboxing. Kickboxing is fun, yeah. Boxing just gets kind of boring to me. I know you can always make the argument, like it's never boring, you can always work on something, but yeah. it's just,
0: it's punches and kicks at the end of the day. And punches and kicks kick, is more realistic, right? Yeah. Right? Because it's almost like you get to see what boxing works. Yeah. I mean, not to say that boxing doesn't, always, you know, it, it can work, but I mean... You don't want to, you know, if you're going to fight MMA, you don't want to be doing just Western style boxing. And you're like, this is my game. I'm pretty good. And then someone kicks the fuck out of your leg and like, oh,
1: fuck. That's what I make my guys kickbox, whether they're going to use it or not just so they have the defense. Sure. Because, I mean, other people are going to fucking kick you whether you want to or not. Yep.
0: (sighs) What else is going on?
1: Fuck, I don't know.
0: Oh, you're in a relationship. Oh my god you you got a girlfriend <laughs> yep, I hate to bring that up, but congratulations thanks <laughs> yep, that's a good thing, right mm-hmm. How has that impacted your training? It's
1: fun. she's cool, so it's all uh it's all okay. seems like everyone in our gym's getting in relationships now, so is that a good not,
0: thing yeah. or a bad thing
1: uh a good thing keeps you uh keeps your head on uh less things to worry about well. Eh. I guess different things to worry about, but, uh, keeps you out of trouble. Keeps you, it, out, it keeps you a little more tame.
0: Yeah. yeah. When you're, when I, that's my memory of me being single and I was never that wild, but like being out and chasing women yeah. is fucking expensive. I don't even drink now. I don't, I don't drink either. at all right now, yeah. but when I'm chasing women, I'm like, ah, fuck, let's drink. Yep. So you wake up and you're like, Oh God damn, what, what did I even do? You know, mm-hmm. it's just more wild. Chance got married. Right,
1: yep. That's awesome. So,
0: so people at the gym really are kind of
1: people are settling down. I guess, yep. Very cool. <clears throat> so, focusing on fighting.
0: It is a good thing. Now, you throw kids into the mix, that starts fucking up the training schedule. Yep. Right. So, so in a perfect world, you'd have a fighter who's got a a girlfriend, or if it's female, it's got a boyfriend. Right. Solid. No kids though.
1: Solid, stable-headed, supportive partner that doesn't care about you being in the spotlight for a bit because so i've seen a lot of fighters and stuff where like as soon as like they win or anything is about them like the other the other partner starts like getting blackout drunk screaming making a scene starting to fight with them huh. to, and it's like they're you know they can't handle the attention i can see that or, you know
0: so so her man's in there with the ring girls or
1: no the other way around too what the females like their boyfriends or whatever can't handle it
0: so, the female fighters?
1: Yeah. Well, that's always interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, No, there are a lot of dynamics. Yeah, I haven't seen that show. Have you... Uh, Phil Perkins came on and told me I should watch it. What's it called? Netflix does an MMA reality... Or not reality show, but like a TV show. Um, damn it. The Kingdom? Kingdom, yeah. Have you seen that? No. Okay. Phil told me it was pretty realistic. A lot of dynamics that go into an MMA gym, right? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. It's interesting. uh, Everybody says they want to own a gym, but I don't think they really understand what all that entails. At least a good one. Or a profitable one. Profitable, yeah.
0: Profitable is important. Um, It's
1: kind of like everybody's like, I want to own a bar. It's like, oh, okay. You think you're just going to get drunk and hang out with your buddies all day, but that ain't it. (laughs)
0: I think profitable. Hmm. If you were to do profitable, your only concern is profitable. You could make a case for doing just like just jiu-jitsu. Yeah, absolutely. Right. MMA fighters probably don't pay the bills much. I mean, historically, obviously, you train, you got to pay. But I mean, flipping. They're, the they're less. Cons- that. What's that? I'm
1: flipping the script on that. Okay. Good for you. Yep. Right? And then uh yeah, kids program and jiu-jitsu classes.
0: Kids program and jiu-jitsu classes is the way to have a consistent business. Yep. Some and Derby City has probably over the years I mean, they've embraced the jiu-jitsu as much as fucking anybody, so they know that. Yeah. Um There's is just it- something about
1: jiu-jitsu, man? It
0: just it just bonds you or something. I don't know. And there's less strikes to the head. It's less yeah. it's threatening, right? But it's just addictive.
1: I love kickboxing boxing. There's sometimes where I'm just like, ugh, like I need a little break, but I'll never. Jiu jitsu is just, I don't know, it's in your blood. You can roll every day.
0: I agree. Sometimes I'll do a jiu jitsu class. And this sounds really petty, but if I get to roll with some like brand new guys and I'm like, I haven't trained in a while and I like get to fuck some people up. Yeah, you feel good. I'm like, man, <laughs> jujitsu is <laughs> fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. But then I get to, you know, you got to dodge the upper rank, the upper belts. Right. I see like Chris Minks or Scott or, yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, I'll go with this new guy. No, jujitsu is fucking fun. Do you think Chewy and Joe consciously wanted to make sure that they grew the striking side of things? That's
1: why they hired me, I guess.
0: Okay, so they did.
1: Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Going pretty good. So I guess that's
0: a silly question, because obviously they did hire you full-time. <laughs> um, hmm. It is Derby City MMA, right?
1: Well, that's what always kind of drove me crazy was like, I mean, we had bought kickboxing like once a week, and I was like, fuck that. Like, it was like a couple years ago. And mm. I was like, we got to have this. Now it's like four days a week. But well, from no, a business
0: side, you can see where sometimes they'll be like, well, everybody's showing up to the jiu class. Nobody wants to fucking do kickboxing. Yeah. There I were just some just people who... Any. What? there just wasn't any there wasn't any teacher
1: there just wasn't a class
0: okay but the people wanted to attend it
1: well yeah now there's like 10 classes a week and it's like what's the schedule
0: like for kickboxing tell me
1: <clears throat> every day at five or every day at 11 a.m and then Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m
0: okay 11
1: a.m. chance teaches on Wednesday I teach Thursday Tuesday and Monday
0: and, and what does a kickboxing um, class? On a Monday at 11, would that include sparring?
1: No. Okay. Uh, there's cardio class, and then there's kickboxing class. Okay. So like, cardio class is typically like get on a bag into a combo. We hold for our partner doing the combo, tie pad, and then the you hold for your partner.
0: You oh, cool. So combos. you're practicing holding, too.
1: Yeah. Mm. Or we'll do three bag rounds and then four separate pad rounds.
0: Okay. That's pretty cool.
1: Or eight rounds total, I guess.
0: The, the art to practicing holding.
1: Yes, it's hard. It's I tell people that's the skill.
0: Oh, it's definitely a yeah. skill. Yeah. Um, same goes for boxing. Yeah. Regular
1: uh, kickboxing class is like bag work, three rounds of bag, jump rope, three rounds of bag work, and then like five combos. And then we do a thing called defensive round where it's like pretty much sparring back and forth. But uh,
0: one person's on offense, the other one's on defense.
1: Like I'll throw a strike at you, I'll throw a kick at you, and you defend it. Then you throw one at me, and we just learned how to defend back and forth. At you know end, it's coming. At yeah. the end, I'm like, all right, y'all spar, whatever.
0: Okay. But we spar a lot.
1: Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, pretty much. It's fucking awesome. And it's yeah. going
0: good. How long have you been in your position? Your, your full time position. About a year. Yeah. No, no signs of slowing down.
1: No, we're like, I don't know. This is, I mean, chance has helped a lot how active he is. This is his seventh fight in a year. So
0: seventh, what the fuck is that? Is that right?
1: I think so. They said it in that video.
0: Seventh in a year, I
1: think so. Look it up.
0: Give me a minute here.
1: Well, yeah, a lot of experience
0: going everywhere with him. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In the, since 2020, so I mean, technically, if we're looking over a year, one, two, three, four, five, this will be a sixth and sixth I mean. within a rolling 12 months. But I mean, since 2020, you're right, Jesus, he's been on it. I like where he lost. Who did he lose to? To Asensio, I think, <coughs> and he was just immediately like just and 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 the thing is, he he went undefeated as an amateur, and then chance was. Undefeated, up to he was five and zero pro. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're Mister Perfect. Then it, to see how someone then handles a loss, I think and then says, you fight says, says a lot, dudes.
1: Yeah, exactly. It doesn't c- fight the number one dude out of Canada, and then you fight that dude in his hometown in Boston, mm-hmm. and then while switching camps, and then Sean Fallon, who's about to win this tournament, I think probably
0: if they ever finish it. I think that may when he knocked out uh, Marcus Hall may have been the last yeah. card that I... I think that may have been the last Holy card means. that I commentated, I think. That's I think. where we met. You and Chance? I think okay. so. It was a while ago. There was one time where there was someone drunk in the crowd and... Was, Drunk yelling stuff. Uh, what was yeah, that? What I, don't was know. It? I heard about that too. People get I wild at those shows. Yeah, they start we, chanting stuff. Yeah, long time ago, <laughs> fuck. And then a certain person, nope. you know, I over. don't
1: know nothing about it. Um, you know I what I remember? Nice internet reviews from police officers though. About I've,
0: that, I've heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I remember about this card? Look at this. Daniel Dennison against Phoenix Straub. Yeah, you remember he that? walked out. That's a memorable. That was crazy. Have you ever seen that happen
1: other than that? Hell no. That was nuts.
0: What but was man. it that happened?
1: He got in the cage and the referee was like, are you ready? And the guy was like, yeah. And he's like, are you ready? And the guy was like, no. He's like, what? And he's like, I'm not going to fight. <laughs> so they just called the fight before it even started. And then Hard Rock threw all his shit out of the locker room. Man. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny,
0: isn't it? Funny how what's cool about B two is shit like that. In a way, that's not the obviously mixing in the super legitimate pro fights is a a very necessary component to it. But then having the beginner shits exciting, right? Yep, I love the beginner shit. That's what I'm getting at. Even even sometimes the shitty part of it. Mixing the shitty part in with Remnants it. Remnants of the old days. Yeah, mixing the shitty part in with, if, uh, you know. Like,
1: I love it. Like, a little part of me it warms my heart when I see, like, a like a 2 and 13 or something. Okay, like yes, record. yes, oh, yes. Fuck, yeah, that's going to be good.
0: No, I agree, right? Yeah. Boxing has had that for a long time. Boxing's oh, yeah. been around so much longer than MMA, mm-hmm. and that's a part of it. You look at a lot of the best boxers in the world... And look at their first fights on BoxRec. And that they're going against someone who's 5-51 and or shit like that.
1: Yep. That was like Chance's last guy. That guy was crazy. Who? He was out of his fucking mind. What do you mean? He was like yelling before he walked out. He was like, I'm schizophrenic.
0: He was yelling that he's schizophrenic? I shouldn't be here. Seriously?
1: Like the curtains. Like when you walk out, when they play your walkout music, like you're in between these curtains. And he was like, Clarence Clarence Brown, I'm crazy. Yeah. He's like, I'm crazy as fuck. I shouldn't be here. So how
0: did, it says verbal submission. What happened? I forget. Chance had, it was in Mount,
1: I think, and got like an arm triangle. And he didn't even go to side control to finish it. The guy was just like, fuck it, I'm done. Just tapped out. (laughs) What the fuck? And then the
0: referee was like, yeah, I don't know why he tapped out. (laughs) Prodigy. So he's pro records two and sixteen. Look at all these boxing fights he has. Yeah, he boxing matches. Much. Wow, that is like one of those old school guys. I was
1: telling Chance, like, just
0: take him down. Just take him to the ground. Fuck that knockout. He just knew. that. That's what it is. He yeah. probably doesn't have much jiu-jitsu experience. Yeah. He knew once he got down there. Yeah. Did he try to knock Chance out at the beginning?
1: Swinging and kicking.
0: Kind of nuts? Yeah. Okay. That's the psychology there where you're like, all right. I know if he takes me down, I'm fucked. I'm fucked.
1: You got to swing for the fences? <laughs> I'm just going to go nuts. But my guy did too.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's what your guy did? And he connected with you pretty good?
1: Uh, Once I hit the ground, he did. He got a good shot on me. But he hit me at the beginning, but it was a bad angle, so it didn't really do much. And then he hit me with another one, but I blocked it. It just knocked me off balance, but there was one shot. He landed solid on me on the ground. That one kind
0: of messed me up a little bit, but it was all right. Let's watch it. Can we watch it real quick? We gotta wrap things up here. Yep. Let's let's do a quick review. When are you gonna get back in there?
1: Uh June twenty or er, yeah, June twenty fifth, hopefully. Okay. It's Louisville card, hopefully.
0: Travis Murchison.
1: Eighty five this time though. No more heavyweights.
0: Anyone in mind that you'd like to fight? Uh I don't know, whoever they get, I guess. So no one Probably in particular, doesn't matter. Assume someone maybe top five ish. But we'll see. Top five in the pro. Obviously. Let me see. Actually, obviously, Pro. Let me see. Hmm. Top five-ish, you say. Rankings. All right. So, you guys are tapping gloves. You got a... Mooney's in there. I love seeing fucking Mooney in there.
1: yeah.
0: Isn't he great? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm a a big fan.
1: hurt my hand. Punching this motherfucker 50 times.
0: (laughs) All right. So, number one is AJ Dobson. Isn't he in the UFC? Number two is Kylan Hill. Number... I'm sorry, number one contender is Kylan Hill. Talker's number two is 70. talker. He's at seventy now. okay. so what happens here? Let's do come sorry, I apologize. let's back up here. Ben, could you please so we do go the out commentary and we touch
1: gloves' I'm kind of feeling him out. He throws that weird little outside kick. I go throw one, three, two on the outside because he's southpawed. but I had a weird I had a better foot placement, so that little punch was off. uh it didn't really land. but if you go back where I hit that uh I throw that kick <laughs>
0: So we're back to where you guys are touching gloves. So
1: yeah. He catches the kick. Well, apparently, his coach told me after that's what they were looking for. But he catches my kick right here. He's coming in hard. I just threw a hard one. Boom! And he, my hands were up. I blocked that. That was fine. Didn't hit me right there. That one hit me, and then the elbow on the side of the head. And that's all he really landed on
0: me. You do th- throw some some head kicks. Yeah. If they, he watched, so it sounds like they watched some of your old so shit. Right here on this
1: throw, he fucked both of our legs up. Both? Yeah. Hang on. Watch when he throws. No, go back. Go back. Sorry. Go back. Yeah. yeah. When the next day, when I was walking, I was like driving home. I was like, "Why is my leg hurting so bad?" And like, you can see this red whelp start forming on it from where he throws us. Like our legs land real weird. Is right it this here, my right leg, right here? Boom, oh, he I right can here. see that. Now look, he his leg can't move. He like dead legged himself.
0: So his right leg can't move. His left his left leg? leg, okay.
1: And then you see this whelp on my right leg start forming. It's really weird. I don't know what the deal was with that. But, yeah, it fucked his leg up, fucked my leg up. and now I'm just passing here. I didn't want to get double underhooks on this pass because I knew the cage is there. I knew he could bump me. Mm. So I kept that right arm free to so I could base. And then I get uh, – I knew he didn't do shit here. So just nil on the You hand. knew you, it was just, just a matter you had
0: four minutes left. Yeah, I just take my time. You're like, what do I want yeah. – how do I want to win? Yeah. I mean, if I'm on top, I don't know. Not many people get it. Yeah. I mean, maybe in, in Derby City, some people I mean, get yeah, it. Yeah. But that's my spot. An, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: So then I'll just see him turn up here and I switch. I chicken wing with this left hand. I regrip and then I put that left hook in and then I flatten him out with the grip. And now I can take the grip off and start. That's about him up. the worst yeah. position,
0: right? Jiu jitsu wins, right? I know it's mm-hmm. it strikes, but would you agree that that's jiu jitsu?
1: Oh yeah, that's just that's four points. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's yeah. back control, baby. Yep, yep. but yeah, I was just mad he, uh, I was mad he hit me. I thought it was gonna be way faster.
0: Why were you shaking your head?
1: Because I got punched and I was not expecting him. Like to fuck be able this
0: heavyweight bullshit. Yeah, no, nah. is that kind of what you're doing? Just throwing me all around and you throw your your mouthpiece down.
1: I didn't. I just slapped the cage. Okay. I just slapped the mat
0: because you were mad that he, you got hit.
1: Yeah, but it's okay. I try, I don't know. You just all worked up. Dude. Yeah. And I was just getting thrown around. I don't like getting thrown
0: around. <laughs> Fair. Boom. <laughs> you were pissed off. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Right? It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> just because you're in a competitive mode, you were like that when you, it happened with Peyton Hughes. I remember looking at oh, you yeah. and you were walking around just like like that, shaking your head. Well, and I was like, this like, guy looks like a psychopath. He is that mad. was going to
1: haunt me forever because, like, yeah, Peyton there's a no finality to it. It was like, yeah, you won. But, like, Knock me out, <laughs> you know, or TKO, you know. But yeah, that was pretty cool. That was a cool little night. We went to a bar after that and got to hang out with the main event guy who was uh he was on high rollers.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, he was pretty good. Um, yeah, it was fun. Any exciting like any bar fights or anything happened? That we night? did a shoey. Oh yeah, tied to Ibasa deal. That was cool. And then uh, shout out to Isaac.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so I don't know it was fun. But, yeah, on that thing,
0: uh, I guess Gabriel Mota looks good. Okay, Gabriel Mota is the number five contender. He
1: fought everybody else. I'm training with everybody else. Talker's at 70.
0: Is but actually 185? He's with LFA. He's not even fighting two. Okay, Kyle Wright. I don't know who that is. Okay. Rudy McLaughlin. Not sure. Kylan Hill. Have you watched Hill? mm no. Okay. I've Oh,
1: I might have. If he has dreads, I think I've seen him.
0: Okay. Who All knows? Right. I'm sure they'll get somebody. Good stuff. Well, Ben, I appreciate you coming on. Before we wrap things up, are there any shout-outs you'd like to give or any plugs for anything? Anyone listening, you wanna you wanna do a kickboxing class? Or of course, yeah, come Gi- out to Derby City.
1: Train with. Uh, bring your kids out. Train with Eric. Bring uh, yourself out. Train with me and Chance. It's a good time. Kickboxing class. Come to Jiu Jitsu with Chewy. Uh, Shout out, my girlfriend. Love you.
0: See ya. Care to mention <laughs> what your girlfriend's name is?
1: Uh, Brie.
0: Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's my job to ask yeah. the uh, douchebag questions, right? That's if I don't ask them, you know, people people like when you ask the douchebag type questions more so than not. Yeah. Occasionally, someone will be like, you know. Fuck you, no. man. Yeah, I haven't really, I don't know if I've ever experienced it like that. Um. But, the, you know, some people will say, like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say. I interviewed that one cop who went to prison. Oh, yeah? I interviewed a cop who went to prison. He's in prison now for, like, 20 months. Two. For beating up a, a protester in the summer of 2020. I assumed it was a black guy he'd beat up, to be honest. When he got here, it turns out he'd beat up a white guy. Huh. No. But, well, I mean, he said, they said he'd beat him up. On the podcast, he said that more so he, like, was trying to get him, and he tackled him, and accidentally his nightstick was in his pocket and, like, hit him on accident or something. All was all
1: the way up his ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, somehow, up, coincidentally, it penetrated his asshole.
1: And broke both his arms and gave him black eyes. and
0: Yeah, <laughs> but it was all just slip, slipping. <laughs> yep. Um, so, no, Ben, I appreciate you coming on. Good shit. So, uh, of course, we'll do another episode sometime soon. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to The Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you very much.